This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, Chained. Dead girls make no noise. So, Chris, you're up for another game of uh, Wet Dream or Nightmare? Always. Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess. I'm Chris. And I'm Troy. And we have no Brett once again. Yeah. Send an angry email to slaughterhouseprincesspodcast at gmail.com. And tell Brett how he shouldn't be a grown-ass adult and make money to support his family. Yeah. Instead, he should do podcasts. Yeah, because we're, we're bringing in zero dollars on this. I don't see what the problem is. <laughs> in fact, we bring in negative dollars because we have to pay for hosting. Yeah, in fact, this is a non-profitable venture. Maybe we can get non-profit status because we make literally no profit. Yeah, 501c3. <laughs> oh, good times. But Chain. Yeah. Chain is recommended by, uh, to us by Russ Ross because I can never Ross. remember if his name is Russ or Ross. It's Ross. And, it's uh, Ross. Ross. I'll forget has, that momentarily. <laughs> he has a dubious track record so far. What else has he recommended to us? He has recommended a perennial favorite, Where Is Dead Go to Die? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yep. I don't have to say any other ones. It's not the <laughs> only one, but... Wow, if I had known that... So, I uh, just for the listeners, uh, when I went to go watch this today, I went to Amazon Video, and it was like, oh, you can rent this in HD for three ninety nine, or buy it in HD for four ninety nine. I was like, eh, for a dollar, I'll just go ahead and buy it in case I like it. If I had known he'd recommended Where the Dead Go to Die to us, I would never have bought this movie. <laughs> well, in full, uh, full transparency, I didn't tell you intentionally. <laughs> I didn't want you to go into this biased. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so this movie starts out with a child and his mother going to a movie theater to see some kind of horror movie. Switchers or something. I forget what it was called. Yeah, it sounded vaguely pornographic, but everything does, I guess, in the right context. Swappers. <laughs> Swappers. Swappers 3. <laughs> <laughs> the wifening. <laughs> the cuckoldening. <laughs> uh, but apparently someone's face melts in the movie, but the mother didn't watch it, and the father had insisted they take a cab home and gave them $40, because apparently even in, what, 2008, cab rides cost $40, because Uber didn't exist? Yeah, and not the bus, mind you. The taxi. You must take a taxi, for it is safer. Or is it? it Apparently out, not. It? It's definitely <laughs> or is it. So the cabman shows up, played by uh, one Vincent D'Onofrio. Who I'll be referring to as VD for the rest of the podcast. Yep. It made for some interesting uh, commentary as watching the movie while watching. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Apparently, VD stops at stop signs. Yep. 
and uh he takes him off into a secluded area the mom uh she's freaking out like hey wait a minute this isn't my house this is a secluded area yep and, and but uh, apparently one punch is all it takes to knock her the fuck out <laughs> Uh, so yeah. I, it must have been Friday, the uh, the day they were watching the movie, <laughs> because she got knocked the fuck out. That's, that's a sick Friday burn. <laughs> I believe you said she had a glass jaw, Chris. I did. So. She's a real glass jaw. She's a glass Joe. Yeah. First up on the uh, Mike Tyson's punch out. Yeah. And then he uh, takes him back to his homestead, where he... Uh, does nefarious things while uh, her son is pissing his pants in the car. Literally. Yeah, I, I believe how did I refer to you know, he had a golden shower cry, I believe was the quote from me. He was crying. Because <laughs> we we've hands. referred to short shower cries numerous times without in this podcast, but this one was a new one. It was a golden shower cry. <laughs> and uh V D brings him in afterwards and explains the uh the new rules, because he's going to take him on board as a son. Yes. And uh, basically, his job is to give him breakfast and cut out the uh, murder articles from the newspaper and put them in the scrapbook. And anything he does wrong results in a beating. Yep. Well, he has to clean up everything, too. A mop and a bucket are his tools. And he renames him Rabbit. Yep. And uh, he says he's going to go out, and Rabbit, of course, decides that he's going to try to escape. That's French. He's going to. Rabbit's going to run. So, Rabbit, run. But, uh, turns That's out. That's a joke that for all you English majors. I would be surprised <laughs> if we have several English majors in our target demographic. <laughs> Yes. And he uh he busts up into the attic and tries to sneak out through some sort of ventilation system. But and then VD throws rocks at him. <laughs> yep, and gets mad, not because he was trying to escape, but because he lacked the appropriate follow through. Yeah, yeah. No, it's fine that you tried to escape, but it's not fine that you stopped trying to escape. <laughs> yeah, so you get some rocks to the head for your trouble. Yeah. Which Again, a- he must have tried to escape on a Friday because he gets knocked the fuck out. People are incredibly quick to get a concussion in this movie. That's what I've learned. Yep, everybody has uh, very squishy brains. And uh, when old uh, Rabbit comes to, he finds himself chained. Yes, titularly chained. Indeed. <laughs> and so he... Uh, kind of embraces his newfound life of servitude and makes him breakfast and all that fun jazz watches him murder people well not yep. murder but drag them in to be murdered I suppose yeah we get some like uh, recorded camera shots one of them it, like showing us VD's ass at one point as he's like spooning with a corpse like you do yeah I, I had flashbacks to Necromantic during that part yeah. Thankfully, there were no broom handles involved, so I was good. Yeah. Oh, man. I haven't thought about that in a while. 
<laughs> really? Because that just springs to mind every now and then for me. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, that's right. I watched that stuff, didn't I? <laughs> yep. We here at Slaughterhouse Princess will haunt your dreams occasionally. Yeah, well, I have, I have uh, SHPTSD, so... <laughs> Fair enough, I suppose. <laughs> and then we uh, we jump smash cut. And, I don't know. Ooh. Let's call it eight to ten years to the future. Yeah, the, and now the kid looks vaguely like Jay Moore. Yeah, so Rabbit is now a young Jay Moore. <laughs> and uh, seems like he's kind of begrudgingly accepted his position as forced caretaker. Yep, and but uh, VD decides that he should know more about how people work. So instead of giving him a psychology text, he gives him a anatomy text because that's how people work is the biologies. Well, people are a puzzle, and that happens yeah. to have all of the uh, puzzles answers in it, the puzzle pieces. And every so often, we're treated to uh, flashbacks of VD's childhood, which was. Shock of all shocks, not good. Yeah, there's some... Either he's forced to have sex with his mom, or... I I don't even know. It's... It, I couldn't make any sense of the flashbacks, honestly. I'm pretty sure at one point he was forced to have sex with his mom while his dad egged him on and his brother watched. Lovely. Yep. it's It's that kind of movie. That, and I think you were kind of supposed to read uh, VDs as kind of, like, autistic. So, again, we have the formula that autism plus abuse equals sociopath. Yeah. Which seems kind of common in in culture. It's a weird shorthand, for sure, for future issues. One would probably imagine that regardless of any pre-existing condition... Irregardless of any pre-existing conditions. Autism or not, if I was forced to rape my own mom, I think I'd be fucked up. Just throwing that out there. Maybe I, I'm missing something. I'm no psych major. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Brett would say who hasn't, but I can't speak for Brett too much. Just enough to make him look like a fool. That's all I ask. <laughs> exactly. Enough to make him look like a jerk. And that's all we need. Yeah. So, uh... He's he's teaching him some, some things. About anatomy and whatnot. Yeah, all the and while... And they, they play a game of driver license go fish bingo taboo. Yeah, I'm not sure what the win condition is for this game because it it just like, hey, I got this card. Here's the name. Here's some statistics I'll give you. My turn. Well, no, no, basically, I think it was like, so here's a driver's license. Here's the name. Tell me everything on the driver's license. And if you succeed, you get a point. If you fail, I get a point. Whoever has the most points at the end wins, I think is how that game worked. Yeah, if they only did one round, we don't even know who won, which is bullshit, if you ask me. Yeah, I mean, because honestly, I'm pretty sure that would be the turning point of the movie otherwise. Oh, we have um, a slutty Mick It's Okay girl. Oh, she had to pee a lot. I'll give her the credit. 
Yeah, so VD brings home a girl, and most of the girls are, like, struggling and crying and sobbing and, like, trying to get the fuck away from him. This girl wanders in, like, hey... I really gotta pee. Can I can I go pee now? I need I need to pee. Is there a place where I can pee? I want to pee. Um, by the way, I need to pee. Yeah, they take her to the uh, murder room, which is not the powder room, I believe is how they refer to it. Yes, that that would be a half bath on the main floor, Chris. And then she says, "Well, if I can't go pee, then I'll smoke cigarettes in your house." Yep, and it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. It's 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 not okay for her, turns out. No, because VD slashes her throat. Yeah, and it's pretty... This movie doesn't go for the uh, graphic uh, gore shots, but when it does, man, it, it goes for it. Yeah, and it, it didn't really have arterial spray, but it had some really good, like, arterial spurting, which... Having bled from an artery momentarily, I can attest that that looked fairly realistic. <laughs> so that was kind of cool. And uh, she goes up under the house with the rest of them. Yeah, he basically he buries them, you know, in the crawl space, and after covering them with lime, because apparently lime is the cure all for corpses st- stinking in movies. Yeah. It's nature's uh, corpse de-stinker. <laughs> Which makes me wonder why my dad bought a bunch of lime in order to tan deer hides. But now I'm worried that he was burying bodies somewhere on the property. It's best not to worry about that too much, I'd say. <laughs> well, I mean, he's, he's, he's gone now, so it's not like they can arrest him, I guess. Two words. Plausible deniability. <laughs> I'm just tanning deer hides, officer. <laughs> oh, don't mind the stack of driver's licenses. I'm playing a weird game with my children. <laughs> but that notwithstanding, old uh, old VD feels kind of bad. He realizes that you know, rabbits of a certain age, and he's never felt the sweet touch of a woman. So he gives him a yearbook and says, "Hey, pick one out, man. We'll hook it up." And, of course, Rabbit says, I'd rather not anyone dies, so I'm not actually going to look at the yearbook. But that's that's the wrong answer, turns out. Yeah. So, uh, eventually what ends up happening is Rabbit gets his hand forced and has to choose. So he does, because he has to. And then old VD goes and picks up the uh, unlucky winner. Throws her in the trunk. And offers her up to uh, Rabbit so, you know, he can become a man. Yeah, and she is, you know, fairly attractive, but he ends up having to stab her because VD's like, have you finished yet? Why are all your clothes still on? If you don't do it, I'm going to. And so he stabs her in the gutty works. Right in the gutty works. And then he drags her off and puts her in the crawl space with the rest of them. Yep. And VD is full of fatherly pride at this point. He gives him, him a suit and everything, and I believe, and they call it, what, a graduation? Yeah, a suit and a chair. Yeah, so now he is vote- he has been voted most likely to murdidly murder. And, uh... Old uh, that's rabbits. For you, that, that That's for Brett. 
Yep. <laughs> Rest in peace, Brett. Wait, no, he's not dead. He's just not here. No, but we'll pour a, pour a 40 on the curb. Maybe he'll come lick it up or something. I don't know. He probably would. <laughs> so uh, Rabbit's like, hey, man, I graduated. Does that mean I get to go out on a sweet kill run with you? And VD's like, you know what? Yeah, you've earned it, buddy. You got a suit and a chair. Let's go hunt down some murder victims. Yep. Let's go find us some bitches and kill them. And so then, but then he gets to the the taxi, the one that he arrived in so many years ago, and apparently has some trouble getting into it because I don't know his mom that was murdered rode with him to this place in this taxi. What what could possibly be going through his head? Yeah, he should have nothing but positive memories associated with that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, mom's not nagging at him anymore. He never did get that puppy, though. No, but he did get to stab a girl in the guts and bury her in a crawl space. That's got. (laughs) That's almost like having a puppy. It's similar. (laughs) Less poop on the floor. Well, maybe. Well, don't people tend to avoid themselves when they die? Yeah, but that's only one poop, not a series of poops. That's true. (laughs) So they go off into the night, and we learn. You know, some basic uh, murder uh, facts like, hey, if you like prostitutes, kill some prostitutes, I guess. But you should move on after that, you know, like just a couple Yeah, prostitutes are fine for now. But, you know, when you mature as a serial killer, you should move on from prostitutes. Yeah, that's amateur hour. Yeah. When you're ready to move up to the pros, you ditch the (laughs) prostitutes and you pick business ladies who were buttoned up buttoned up tight like they're not they they don't haven't sucked a dick before but they have because you me brother yeah because apparently vd is a bit of a misogynist shockingly enough because he kidnaps and murders women yeah it's weird you think he'd have very uh liberal a lot of respect for women yeah a yeah, guy who's shocking. murdering people and burying them in the crawl space, specifically women, after sexually assaulting them. He seems like a real forward thinker, you'd think. I'm, wait, does he sexually assault them and then murder them, or murder them and then sexually assault them? Because I'm not sure which. Let's say a little column A, a little column B on that one. <laughs> okay, there we go. <laughs> but it uh, turns out Rabbit had some ulterior motives. Because they see in the reflection at a bus stop that he has written Pell or Pell on the side of the car. Pell. (laughs) Which. Or help in a mirror. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, needless to say, VD doesn't take too kindly to his, you know, trying to get everybody arrested. So he punches him in the head and he knocks him out instantaneously. Apparently he got his jaw from his mother. And then he yells at his unconscious body as he's driving home. Yep. But not before he let him know that he wants to watch the video of his first time with him. Yeah, and that kind of freaks Rab out a bit because apparently, you know, he doesn't want people to see his first time having sex and stabbing a woman. Or just stabbing a woman. Well, turns out, spoilers, 
He didn't really murder her. He simply stabbed her in the guts and missed all of her vital organs so she would uh, yeah, he, slowly over the course of two days. Yep, he got her in the guts, but not the gutty works. Yeah, just the guts. Not the yep. works so much. Yep. And so he's like, yeah, well, I'm going to try to get you out of here, but in two days you're going to get really sick if I can't. So stay in this crawl space and be very quiet. And here's a flashlight. Here's a flashlight and a box cutter. Hide down here. Yep. And don't make any noises because dead girls don't make any noises. Solid callback. Yep. That's where we got the tagline from because they couldn't come up with their own. Yeah, lazy bastards. <laughs> but it turns out that VD is uh, wise to this ruse somehow. And uh, heads back to the old crawl space to check on her. Where she gives him a solid Achilles cut. Yep, uh, that's for you, uh, Mr. Uh, Matt Alex, over at the Horror Show Hot Doggies. I know you love a good Achilles trauma. Yep, and it's a pretty solid one. Yeah, that was good. And then uh, Old Rabbit shows up in the crawl space. And uh, VD kind of starts on him again on the whole, you know, you're a little sissy baby. You can't do nothing. You ain't going to do shit. But turns out, Rabbit has other uh, plans. And yes. shank, shanks him right up in the uh, soft palate. Yeah, right up through the bottom of the jaw, up through the soft palate. It's pretty good kill. And then um, we, uh, we kind of jump forward a little bit. An undetermined amount of time. Probably not a lot. Yeah, but it is implied that uh, Miss... Uh, stabity, not gutty works, uh, was alive and possibly made it out of there? I assume probably made it to some sort of safety at that point. Yeah, I think he probably drove her to the hospital and, you know, dropped her off at the emergency room. And he uh, hunts his dad back down. Who had remarried and apparently is doing quite well for himself. Yeah, he's living in a house full of uh, unnecessary floral arrangements, which is a sign of making it in this day and age. And he's got a nice small red car in the in the driveway, which also is apparently a sign of wealth. And then we have a uh, we have a little swerve because it turns out that his dad is the brother of VD. And yes, which the only. Only hint we get to that is when in the middle of the movie, uh, VD says something and like what was the the dad saying was like in one ear and out the window instead of you know in one ear and out the other like normal people say. Yep, and it turns out that his dad sold him to the uh, serial killer because he wanted to uh, have a life without a wife and a kid for ten years till he remarried. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure what that was like if he was supposed to like, oh, because you figure if you have a line on a rich, you know, chick that you're going to marry, you don't wait 10 years to marry her. Yeah, you'd imagine you bought a seal the deal. Yeah, I mean, I guess you it's a good way to convince her that you're not marrying her just for her money. That's but. a long con for sure, though. Yeah, this he got rich from you know like oh this is the book deal that I for the book that I wrote about when my wife and son disappeared. And uh, he he basically tries to you know strong arm old uh, rabbit into just leaving. He's like nobody will believe you. Tell whoever you want. I don't give a shit. You little fucking asshole. 
but Rabbit disagrees and bludgeons him to death with some sort of crystalline object. Yeah, well, he's trying to uh, beat the crap out of slash murderize his new wife. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and then, she, so then she crawls up the stairs, and then calls the police and says that some mysterious stranger broke into the house and she thinks they murdered her husband. And then, you know, gets Rabbit out the door so that Rabbit doesn't get in trouble. So. And then credits after Rabbit yeah. goes home? Yeah, but there's a weird, like, noises over the credits. Like, yeah, you know, car door closing and maybe some dragging noises. Yeah, I guess maybe Rabbit drove off into the sunset in the murder taxi. I'm not 100% sure, but it seems reasonable enough, yeah, there's, I guess. I, yeah, so what did you think about the movie, Chris? I liked it, all in all. It, uh, it's not your conventional kind of slashery murder movie. It was definitely a little more of a kind of a psychological, I guess, for lack of a better word. It wasn't so focused on grisly murder scenes as it was just how fucked up the entire situation was with this kid who was all chained up and being groomed to be a murderer against his will. It had kind of a frailty vibe, if anybody is uh, familiar with that movie. And you should be. I could have done without the last uh, last scene with the uh, reuniting with his dad and everything. It was kind of out of nowhere. Didn't add much. But I'm not going to let five minutes of stuff detract from the overall quality of the thing. It was definitely pretty do you, good. Do you hear that, Josh? You should not let the last five minutes of a movie destroy the rest of the movie for you. Yeah. I don't know if you listen to us, but pay attention to that. It's an important lesson. <laughs> Adam Dunn tried to tell you that, but you never listened. Yep, that, that's a reference to high tension for anyone who listens to the horror show Hot Doggies. There's a a good ongoing uh, debate about that movie. <laughs> but this is this is a rare horror-ish movie where it's the kind of thing you could probably watch with a not super horror fan, and they could probably still get something out of it. And has just enough of the horror kind of stuff that a real horror fan could still be totally into it. So I'd say give it a go. Totally worth your time. Mr. Troy, your thoughts? I really like this movie. Um, which I So I did not feel upset that I spent the extra dollar to buy this movie. Uh, I really like a good uh, psychological horror movie. It's kind of like Rosemary's Baby. Like There's nothing... Like, too visually horrific about it, but the whole situation is just horrific in general. So it's like Rosemary's Baby meets the frailty for me. Um, that's that's the kind of movie I really love. So I give this one two thumbs up. Uh, I think Chris said pretty much everything I felt about it. Um, it's Yeah, this is just a really good, solid movie. And I kind of wish the lady who directed it has directed more movies and less television because I would love to see what she does next. Yeah, and the the interesting thing is this movie was made for practically nothing. It was like seven hundred thousand dollars. If this lady had a couple of million, I could I'd love to see what she could do with that. Yeah, and it's weird because this is this screenplay was based on a screenplay. <laughs> a screenplay based on a screenplay. 
yeah. So, but uh, she wrote the screenplay, and I think she did a great job with it. Um, I was a little the whole like using autism plus abuse as shorthand for serial killer was kind of annoying, but um, you know, those things happen in the horror genre because everyone has to explain why people are serial killers instead of just, I don't know, they're crazy, so they're serial killers. Um, but overall, I think this is a good movie. I definitely recommend it. And uh, it is a 1,562,472.5% better than Where the Dead Go to Die. So thank you, Mr. Ross. You got it, <laughs> For recommending this movie. I appreciate it. And uh, next up, we have a little something called The Sands. The sand. It's only one sand, sand. not multiple sands. Sand. My apologies. <laughs> uh, this is courtesy of D-Cat and D-Hat. No, no, no. No, 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 oh, no. Dummy wrong. Act. Dummy Act. Oh, I fucked it all yes. up. You did. One of our lovely uh, Discord participants. Uh, we have a new one, uh, Mr. Jason. Uh, you've joined but haven't said anything yet so hello hello jason a pleasure to make your acquaintance i guess <laughs> please start saying something on the discord we would appreciate it so we're gonna take a gander at whatever the sand has for us uh oh, hopefully no sand dicks because we got enough of those in dick shark yeah i mean in wx credit the bar was set low yep yeah, Dick Shark being the other movie recommended to us by Dummy Act. So, Troy, other recommendations or what have you, how would they do those things? Well, one of the one of the two best places is on Facebook. We are Slaughterhouse Princess. There is the subreddit slash r slash shp podcast. Uh, there is the gmail which is slaughterhouse princess podcast at gmail.com there is the twitter which is slaughter prince which is princess with slaughter princess but no vowels in princess uh there we are on itunes stitcher google music uh we have a discord server which i think is permanently linked on our facebook page and possibly also our website, and our website is slaughterhouseprincess.com. And I believe that is all the best ways to communicate with us. It is the best ways. <laughs> so uh, next week, The Sand, we'll see what that's all about. Who knows? Probably bad. I'll no guess. dicks. Hopefully no dicks. No, but we did get some good uh, man pubes in this uh, movie, so that was wonderful. Thank you, uh, Ross, for that. There are no good man pubes. And Chris likes all his men freshly shorn. Go get it. Get it. Go get it. Get it. Get it. Get it. Get it. Get it. Get it.